The views and the opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any organization that they may represent or be affiliated with. Good day, everybody. I'm Al Neely, and that's Tom Cook. We would like to welcome you to listen up. Today, we're talking about body shaming. And the title of this is To Be or Not to breathe body shaming, suck it up. So what I want to do is I want to share a picture and okay. in this particular it. picture, this one of my close friends of 20 years sent me this picture and Les Boyd, and they wanted to know what I thought about this. And if you can't see the picture, let me describe it for you. There's a couple. They're standing in the middle of Broad Street facing City Hall. So we all know that's Philadelphia. The young man, really, you can kind of say he's scantily clad, too. He's no shirt on. You can see his underwear. He's got skinny jeans, and he's got a pair of Timberland boots on. Timberland, Timberlands. Yep. And the young lady is, she's a large person. And you see her tattoos, but she's basically standing in lingerie yeah. and you can pretty much see everything, which her cellulite. Let's just be candid. <laughs> yes. Let's, I'm just saying we're right. painting the, the picture for the audience. So, you know, who maybe won't be able to see the photo. Go ahead. Right. right. And there's been various opinions or reactions. You posted the picture this week. And okay. um, it's kind of been like a lightning rod. And you've had different opinions about this. From men and women. You know. Absolutely. And, from and, everyone. And, 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 not, and not necessarily men versus women. Correct. Um, so I feel like, you know what? Let me do this. Let me read you the definition of body shaming. The action or practice of marking or stigmatizing someone by making critical comments about their shape, size, or appearance of their body. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this. Basically, it's bullying, being critical. Okay. Do you feel like our generation and the generations prior to that, where they were just blatantly and very callously talk to you about their feelings and their opinions and their judgments about their feelings. And they would just call them out. Now we have a generation where if you say things like that to them, it's taken personally and they can't handle it from someone else's perspective. So they created this body shaming narrative. Mm -hmm. Do you think Thomas our generation is the cause of this position on body shaming. Um, yes. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Because we don't have, we don't have the, the gaslight entitlement. We have the, you get what you, you work for, you get what you pay for type of attitude. So meaning we grew up in a era of accountability. Uh, now, the one thing that we didn't necessarily grow up in was the biology portion, meaning the studies 
relative to there are some people whom generationally would be considered obese, uh, or let's say via some form of their pituitary gland or something to that end. Well, health reasons. The, yeah, health reasons. For health right. reasons, let's just Okay. Say. Okay. Mm-hmm. So grandma and grandpa who are us now, okay, as we close get closer to 60, we're going to say that girl's fat. She needs to lose weight. You know, that's what comes out of the mouth of some. All right. Or she need to cover that up. That's the that's the nice way of saying it. That yeah, and I would say a lot of people today, but mostly the people and the generations and that we're in and before, they thought less about filters. Right. And you, you can say things to try to get someone's attention, and I've had to learn this, and it can be filtered. And it's just mean spirited. Yeah. So wouldn't you agree? I agree. Okay. I agree. You know, we grew up with the appearance of thicker skin. That doesn't mean that we weren't traumatized. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's there's so many people today that they, they don't understand it. Yeah. Sure. Why they and are the way they are. There are things that, that or, or let's just say it this way. And, and I'm, I have found that most people are whom they are relative to how they uh, their environment treated or affected them between the ages of about five and 12. It's in that age range that you will see people who will come into a form of anorexia, into other forms of trauma, clinical or psychological, even hoarders are affected by certain deaths in the family, uh, certain trauma that has uh, affected their psyche. So the brain is still undefeated. And I say that relative to it controls all. So now what I want to do, if you don't mind, Al, is I want to lean into some context that has a little more celebrity than just this photo. Sure. Everybody remembers maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, maybe when the uh, during COVID, what I would call the Lizzo factor where you had a very, very talented young lady who's a singer, songwriter, and actress, whom decided that she was going to start performing in pretty much her underwear, you know? And she was, not was, but is a someone who is of, of weight, let's just say. She is not slim. Uh, she is not necessarily trim. Uh, but she came out very transparently with confidence, with talent, had hits, but she also took some hits for showing up at the at the forum or the Lakers uh, arena and nothing short of butt cheeks showing. And some of it was for antic and I'm sure for to increase her following. But the problem that I had at that time is when you bring that into an arena that's supposed to be family friendly, you got kids there. So at what point do we draw the line from artistry to decorum? What do you say? So you're saying that all the kids that were there at the Lakers event, that was the first time they would have experienced seeing someone in their underwear? Not saying that. <laughs> Not for sure. Okay. But I, I, I can say, tell you if they have a phone or they have access to one. But what I'm saying is <laughs> there are some places that you cannot yell a fire. How about that? Okay. All right. And if you see a large woman's behind, when she gets up out of her seat, almost the cheeks are naked, 
that could be traumatizing <laughs> in some circles. <laughs> you guys forgive me. <laughs> I need a drink now. Okay. Go ahead. All right. You so, <laughs> uh, all right. You weren't ready for that. Let me get myself together here. <laughs> all right. So here's my thought. I think each person, their free will to do as they choose. Okay. And as far as Lizzo is concerned, I've never met her. Hopefully one day I will get the opportunity to meet her, but. Not after this show, but go ahead. <laughs> no. I did watch her reality TV special where she okay. was trying to get people that had talent that were people that were, you know, not your normal body size. They were larger people. And okay. she, she was trying to get dancers for her shows. And I just thought she was the kindest person and she was very encouraging. So from that standpoint, I like Lizzo sure. and everything that seeing from her, I would say she would be a person that I would want to spend some time with. Sure. Okay. May, now, may I add a disclaimer? Um, <laughs> no, I, and I say, no. that, please, please allow this. I'm not saying that because she was a large woman that it was traumatizing. I'm saying that any woman that shows her butt cheeks. That shows she their butt cheeks at a family friendly. If you're at Disneyland and somebody shows their butt cheeks after getting off a ride purposely, it could be traumatizing. It could be thought of as not having any particular discretion by the parents. The kids might be like, hey, look at that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the parents would say, listen. I don't need to have these discussions at Disney World or at the Lakers Forum. You know, this is not, I can't even think of the name of these places, but you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Steamboat Charlie's. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> right. Gotcha. Go ahead. Okay. So once again, each person has their free will to do as they choose. Okay. Now here's the thing. I think a person's attraction to another is cast in the eye of the beholder. Now, I've seen absolutely gorgeous women that are larger, curvy, as well as thin and physically trim women. It's across the board. When I look at it, I look at it from my everyday experience, and I look at it from a health standpoint, and I tend to focus on that more so than anything when it comes to people that just don't understand or they're ignoring health issues. Say, let's say, for example, the annual number of deaths caused, I mean, we're not talking about gunshot or drugs like that, is okay. cardiovascular disease. Hmm. That kills 17, about 17% of the people in the world. Let's see. Cardiovascular. Cardiovascular. Diabetes and blood disease, they kill that kills about three percent of people in the world. Okay. Okay. So I look at it from that standpoint. And, and anyone who does not know me, let's put it like this: everyone that knows me or has had the opportunity to sit down and go out and have dinner with me, I stopped eating meat. When I say meat, I mean beef. It was a couple stages: beef and pork. I stopped eating in like 1989. Okay. And then from 92 on, I stopped eating chicken and fish. Well, I went on a trip to the Bahamas and 
no one ever thinks, well, especially back then, no one thought that there are people that just didn't eat flesh. So I started eating fish again. And I'm very picky about when I do it and what types of fish that I eat. Okay. But the reason for that was because my father and my uncles, they use food as comfort. They overate. So they wind up having diabetes, high blood pressure, hypertension. They wind up having their legs removed, some of them, their legs removed or cancer. Okay. Because of the way they ate. So it's changed something in my mind. And I I took a look at them. It's personal for you. It's yes. Yeah. So when I look at this, I go, I don't want that to be part of my legacy. Sure. And I I, got to tell you, it's a constant struggle to keep my A1C down Mm -hmm. to the point where, because I run a couple companies, it's, it's, has the ability to be high just for that alone. But my sugar intake, I need to regulate that. And I'm not a person that wants to go on medication. So I would say those are the things that I look at and it's not healthy. Okay. Now, you know what Lizzo would say? <laughs> that's good for you. Yeah, but, that's what I'm saying. That's fine. But, but she would also say, mind, you, mind your business. I think that some of our own perspective is why others might say you're you're trying to shame me and make me conform into what you believe is healthy or what you believe is beautiful. I mind you, we showed a picture of a larger woman and and a gentleman that happened to be almost uh, in a one shape. You know what I mean? Which were kind of polar opposites. For those yeah, that he, don't know, I mean, what he the basically had on two pieces of clothes. Right. That's it. But but his um, his legs were covered. The perspective <laughs> that was it. Of, exactly. But what I mean is if people were going to make take shots at anybody, they weren't taking shots at him for having a broad chest and muscles. You understand what I mean? Or skinny jeans. The first thing that people said was referring to a larger woman, not only in lingerie, but having a humongous amount of celluloid showing. And I think that a, I don't know if they're really together or just these were two people. Right. Modeling and that, that's been pointed for, out to me. Maybe reaction, they, yeah, for maybe action, I think. And they, and they got well. one. Right. And they got one. Yeah. So the thing that I learned from this generation of, of social media and likes and followers uh, and viral videos is a lot of what we see is just entertainment. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's a lot of propping going on. It's not uh, some folk get together just to stir up the controversy. It's like, look, I need to be shown with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Celebrity A and celebrity B. You know what I mean? Right. Big girl yeah. and little guy said, if we put, do this picture, we could go viral. <laughs> you understand what I mean? Right. So I think that uh, at this juncture, uh, the only thing that I would say is troubling is the fact of us gaslighting people who could literally end up in the grave. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, if there are clinic, not clinical, but medical studies that, that prove that at a certain level of obesity, you know, it can cause immediate death. 
you know, same thing with the reverse with respect to anorexia. So my biggest kick in today's time is in the same uh, adage as Dr. Maya Angelou, when people know better, they do better. So even with respect to Lizzo, she's a young, young lady. And I'm not saying that she even has health issues, but if she should find out that she did or someone her size or larger, my hope is that they would at worst consider talking to a dietitian, getting some help in that capacity, the same as you or I, if if we had anxiety or or was diagnosed with uh, bipolar, that we would seek out a, 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 a psychotherapist or a clinician. I say get the help that you need so that you can live a very healthy emotionally as well as physical physically. That's that's my take on it. Okay, good. All right. Uh, sometimes you get rolling, it's hard to break you up. I just want to go back to, <laughs> to, to some of the stuff you were saying. Shots so. fired, people. Shots fired. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So let me address my re- Lizzo's reply to what I said, which okay. would have been, mind your business. Okay. Okay. So first thing I would say to Lizzo would be, I do think that's your free will to do whatever you want to do. I didn't say that I didn't think you were attractive. I do think she's attractive. I think larger there are larger women are very attractive. Okay. What I'm saying is from my standpoint, it's a health issue. And okay. it's not only for my personal reason, for my personal experience with my family, but it's also the fact that I am a business owner and let me go over some of the things that I encounter when someone comes and applies for a job and they are where they're not at their desired body index or not desired, but recommended body index size or close to it. Number you one, mean, you mean, you mean overweight, let's put, put it plain for, okay. for the audience. Number one. <laughs> okay. If I am to ensure them their health insurance rates are higher. Okay. Okay. The costs to clothe them and put them in uniforms are higher if I have to have them specially made. So you're not going to go get, I don't think you're going to get anything other than a two to three X. So if you're larger than that, and I've had people come that um, I've employed that were five X, those costs are very, very different. Okay. The productive output is less than someone who has a recommended body weight or you said overweight. Okay. 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 All right. They tend to miss work more often. Uh Uh-oh, you're getting real technical. Go ahead. Due to illness. I'm just telling you what I've seen (laughs) since I've been doing this. Now, I'm curious in this regard, and, and you would have to, we'll add a disclaimer, are you able to check guidelines with respect to meaning to the best of your ability, would you say that you have discarded the resume or the invitation because someone was overweight or, or because could that be a form of discrimination? In, in I, well, I don't discard I don't, them. I, I just, I don't discard them. I, cause I don't do that with anybody. I mean, if you take a look at, you take a look at any of my, my businesses or um, companies across the board, I try to be as diverse as possible. And that's from, every aspect of our society and culture. I just have to make sure that they're in positions where 
they can function best. And I believe that is what a good manager does anyway. You put people in the positions where they're going to be able to function best. So, you know, if, if I'm hiring for admin, that's fine. If I'm hiring for a, a technician that's going to be a crawl space technician, I know that they're not going to be able to get in a crawl space where there's 20 inches of clearance. So you you so that makes sense. Yeah. So there is there's perspective. Yeah. It's not discrimination. It's Correct. Just foresight and perspective. Correct. Okay. Right. But uh, everybody gets everybody gets the opportunity to show what they can do. Sure. Yeah. Now, tell me what your initial thought was when you first saw the photo. Was did you laugh? Were you surprised? I was shocked a little bit to the shocked. point where okay. they're pushing this body shaming narrative correct mm-hmm. out to the public and and then now here's the other part that I didn't address okay from the medical industry I've heard and I've read that doctors have been are being trained not to talk about the health issues now the ones that are coming up in medical school really uh, that's what I've read I don't know I guess now it's out in the ether but um, that's I would dangerous. probably, I think I would have, or I would have to research it just to make sure. sure. So I would do that at some point in time if it's required. So if I have to listen, I uh, walk that I, back, I, I'm going to give full disclosure. COVID put me at ease. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> and that means that I had a, a lot of cream in my tea. <laughs> so what me and a buddy of mine used to call the gut piece became much more prominent. And that is something that I'm not proud of. I'm not ashamed of it because I'm I'm not 20 anymore. But at the same time, I know that that is now a goal. I've, I've hit some other goals, you know what I mean? From, from a, a, a business capacity, uh, from a sales capacity. I'll, I'll say uh, one you, thing. I, 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 go ahead. I haven't noticed that, but when you get dressed and you're in your sports coat and your suits, I can't mm-hmm. tell, Thomas. <laughs> well, hey, bro, listen, <laughs> camouflage is the new black. <laughs> uh, go ahead. So, and, you know, aesthetically, uh, I, I, I know what to do in that capacity. But what I'm trying to say is when health is involved, that does allow you at worst, meaning when you find out from the doctor that your blood pressure is up 20% or something to that end. Yeah, those are need to know barometers to yes. save your life. So we can take all the fun out, silliness and shaming. There are certain facts that, if it comes from people whom you know and love, those are things that I think should be top of mind. So, you know, I am what's called a practicing vegan now. <laughs> that means that when I'm not with my wife. <laughs> You know, maybe I might have a a sirloin burger from a particular place that I fancy. Yeah. But or but eighty five percent of the time now, and she helps uh, prep uh, three quarters of our meals in the home. That I have turned away from beef as well. So now what I need to add is cardio. I need to add cardio, and I need to add water. Uh, yes. Because another. Uh, uh, friend of mine who's a physician was saying, Tom, 
you think you're hungry, you're really your body's really thirsty. Right. So from a need to know basis, I think we could we can help a lot of people. Right. Um, you know, just by giving the right information. You know, we're not right. trying to body shame. All right. Right. Now, you know, one of the things that I experience when I want to lose weight quickly, I go through periods where I'll drink maybe two bottles of 16 or 20 ounce, 20 ounces of water during the course of the day. But when I really want to lose weight quickly, I'm up around 64 ounces of water and wow. with exercise. And it just, it, it does wonders. I, I feel clarity. Yeah. Uh, I pop pop. <laughs> okay. Okay, sugar bear. There you go. <laughs> boop, boop. Look, we can get it in. See? All right. We so, can get it in. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I like that, man. So, oh, man. It does make a difference. It, it, so. Drinking yeah. water does make the difference. It's helpful. And, yeah. It's helpful. And I think they've, been, they've done experiments where they've kept cells alive for like 75 years, chicken cells alive for 75 years by just changing the water on a regular basis. So water is life. It's one of the things that can give you good health for a longer period of time. And I think we just ignore it. You know, we want to drink the sodas and the, you know, the ice flavor waters and things like that. Yeah. No, it's true. But anyway, folks, you have any last comments on this, Thomas, before we, uh, we, we head off here? Yeah, I'm not going to have that soda that's in the refrigerator right now. Oh, <laughs> that's that, all. That, that is a great idea. Absolutely. All right. It's going to be water from here on out. There you go. All right. So that concludes today's episode of Listen Up. That's Tom Cook and I'm Al Neely. And we like to thank you for listening to us. And we welcome you to come back and spend some time with us next week. Like um, and share. Like and share on Listen Up.